Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? Yeah, Rehoboam was going to beat his uh, people with uh, scorpion tails. Yeah, he was. And then he ran away like a little bitch. (laughs) Well, that's how I described it. I know. Yeah, yeah. And here's the last sentence to that chapter. Okay. And to this day, the northern tribes of Israel have refused to be ruled by a descendant of David. To this day. Because they... Mark that day. They stoned that boy. Because to this day. They stoned their boss man. That's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
So that was Second uh, Chronicles chapter 10. Sure Spock was. And today we're reading... Second Chronicles chapter 11. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so this chapter starts um, in the middle of a section. Yep. And a section is... We're continuing with Israel's revolt. Got it. Okay? Got it. Yeah. Because Fuck them scorpion tails and shit. Mm-hmm. Getting beat. That is right. Yeah. When Rehoboam arrived at Jerusalem, yeah. he mobilized the men of Judah and Benjamin. Mm. 180,000 select troops. Okay. I wonder if they were capable. They maybe even very capable. Very I don't capable, know. right? Yeah. To fight against Israel and to restore the kingdom to himself. Mm, but okay. the Lord said to Shemaiah, the king of the man of God, say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, and to all the Israelites in Judah and Benjamin, this is what the Lord says. Do not fight against your relatives. Go back home for what has happened is my doing. Okay. So they obeyed the message of the Lord and did not fight Jeroboam. Or maybe they were just scared that they were going to get their asses whipped. Probably that one. Just saying. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next section. Ready? I'm ready. Rehoboam remained in Jerusalem and fortified various towns for the defense of Judah. Because he was scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He built up Bethlehem, Edom, Tekoa, Bethzur, Soko, Adullam, Gath, Mirashah, Ziph. Adarim, Lashish, Azekah, Zorah, Ihalon, and Hebron. That's a lot of towns. Sure as fuck is. Yeah. And maybe he should have been already spending money on them. Or maybe his father, um, Solomon, should have already been spending money on them. Maybe Solomon should have been treating his people better because it mm-hmm. sounds like they were pretty fed up by the time this guy took over. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And it makes Solomon look kind of bad. It really that does. That they just like, waited for his son to take over and they're like, nah, fuck you, dude. We're done. We're yeah. done with y'all. Right? Yeah. These became the fortified towns of Judah and Benjamin. Rehoboam strengthened their defenses and stationed commanders in them. And he stored supplies of food, olive oil, and wine. Those are important things to store. The wine. Yeah, definitely the wine. Yeah. He also put shields and spears in these towns as a further safety measure. As you Right. I mean, if you're going to have army there, then... You should give them shields and weapons. Right. That's generally a good thing to have there. Yeah. Yeah. So only Judah and Benjamin remained under his control. Right. This is where the kingdom split. Mm Mm-hmm. But all the priests and Levites living among the northern tribes of Israel sided with Rehoboam. The Levites even abandoned their pasture lands and property and moved to Judah and Jerusalem. Because Jeroboam and his sons would not allow them to serve the Lord as priests. I don't really understand that. Right. Why wouldn't he allow them to serve the Lord as priests? I don't know. I guess, um... Because they weren't Levites, but the Levites had abandoned their pasture lands. So right. what you going to do? Right, right. Jeroboam appointed his own priests to serve at the pagan shrines. Oh, here That's we go. why, because he, mm. like, whatever, fuck yeah. this shit. Where they worshipped the goat and calf idols he had made. Right, but as I recall, now, okay, I do kind of recall this story. Mm-hmm. He created those giant calf statues, right? Mm-hmm. 
but this was like a different sect of right Judaism, essentially. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Now, I'm not the, saying that it's something that still survives to this day. No, but, but it was. Um, they were worshiping the same God, just in a different fashion. Right. Right. Yeah. Just They didn't agree on how back then. Right. So they didn't have Moses's book to tell them exactly what they should be doing. Right. Right. So. Or they didn't read it correctly. Or they couldn't read. But, you know, that whole thing, like, I, I am curious how the whole calf thing works out. Because that was something that Aaron got in trouble for back mm-hmm. in the earlier books. And I'm yeah. like, and we come to find out later after digging into some stuff, mm-hmm. find out that maybe it wasn't so different after all. Yeah, it wasn't. Right? It so, wasn't. Yeah. I, it would be an interesting deep dive type thing. Mm-hmm. So. I would love to see a documentary that talked about this stuff more. But right. Not like a documentary from a Christian perspective. Right. A documentary from a historian perspective. That could and there's just not enough things. of that out there. There's really not. I mean, it's like, I mean, I know why. Because that, that people are very protective of their religion. Mm-hmm. And they don't want light shown on the fallacies that are there. Right. right. Right? Or the differences or the wrongness or whatever. But there's just not enough information out there that is being... Disseminated to the right. public. We, I feel like we should be talking about it. You know, like yeah. why not talk about it? It's there. Why not just talk about it? Exactly. I just want to know. Right. I want to know all the things. Yeah. Yeah. From all the tribes of Israel, those who sincerely wanted to worship the Lord, the God of Israel, followed the Levites to Jerusalem, where they could offer sacrifices to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. This strengthened the kingdom of Judah, and for three years they supported Rehoboam son of Solomon, for during those years, they faithfully followed in the footsteps of David and Solomon. Mm, That means they each married thousands of wives. Rehoboam married his cousin, Eu, Mahalath, the daughter of David's son, Jeremoth, and of Abihail, the daughter of Eliab, son of Jesse. Okay. Mahalath had three sons, Jeush, Shemariah and Zaham. Okay. Later, Rehoboam married another cousin. Damn, he likes his cousins there. Yeah. Right? Makah, the granddaughter of Absalom. Makah gave birth to Abijah, Atai, Ziza, and Shelamot. You know, it could have been an issue of just not enough people to choose from because mm. they condensed down to two tribes, essentially. That's true. And there's just not as was... many people to pick from, exactly. Yeah. And especially if you're a king, you know, you're looking for somebody that's higher echelon. In. Yeah. So they had a very that would be essentially your family. Yeah. So. Gross. Rehoboam loved Macaw more than any of his other wives and concubines. The fact that they have... <laughs> oh, God. There's so much wrong with that sentence, but okay. Right, yeah. In all, he had 18 wives, which is a lot, and 60 concubines. Jesus. I mean, it's not as much as his dad, but... But still. Right. And they gave birth to 28 sons and 60 daughters. Man. Oof. I'm surprised they admitted that they had more daughters than uh, sons. Right? Like twice as many. Yeah. Rehoboam appointed Macaw's son, Abijah... As leader among the princes, making it clear that he would be the next king. Mm, yeah. Rehoboam also wisely gave responsibilities to his other sons and stationed some of them in the fortified towns throughout the land of Judah and Benjamin. But not as wisely as his dad would have done it. Right. His, just, da- you know. his dad was the wisest. Right. 
he provided them with generous provisions and found wives for found many wives for them. The Wait, end. why is he allowed to find his own wives and then his sons are like, "No, I'm going to appoint you wives." Yeah, that's but he's yeah, king. but they, but I mean, he's in charge of all the wife choosing. Why didn't his dad appoint him a wife? Because or he's wives. an asshole. Okay, all right. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. He's a piece of shit. I mean. Solomon had thousands of fucking concubines, wives, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And I doubt David had the time to appoint thousands of wives to him either. Okay, here's the thing. Solomon, in his time after David died, he traveled a lot. So he made a wife, like, everywhere he went. His were, he had so many business wives. Right, right. right. Whereas this guy, he's staying home. He right, well, he's kind of been, you know, his little town. He's been backed into a corner. So. Yeah, so he is not out making deals and you know making business wives everywhere. Right, right. He's staying home and he's like, this cousin, this cousin, this you hot attack that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Mary, kill. Fuck Mary, kill. Fuck Mary, kill. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it makes sense to me. Okay. All right. That's fine. Well, that was Second uh, Kings Chronic. No, no. Don't no, don't listen no, to a sure word I just not. said there. That was Second Chronicles chapter eleven. It sure as fuck had was. nothing to do with kings except for that there are kings, right? But not the chapter kings, just not Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles, which had chapter kings eleven, in it. and it was the eleventh chapter of the Second mm-hmm. Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was Second Chronicles chapter eleven. Yes, and tomorrow we'll be back with Second Chronicles chapter twelve. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Um, do you remember what happened yesterday? Yeah, Rehoboam was uh, marrying all of his cousins or something. Yeah, because unlike his father, the wise ass, Rehoboam right. was a dumb ass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah, he was um, going to war with people and um, splitting off Judah. Right, right. So, yep. that's a thing. Yeah, so that was basically it, I think. That was Second mm-hmm. Chronicles chapter 11. Sure as fuck was. And today we're reading... Second Chronicles chapter 12. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 12. Okay. When Rehoboam was firmly established and strong... Yeah. He abandoned the law of the Lord. Oh, what an asshole. Of course he did. Like, who cares? I know. And all <laughs> Israel followed him in this sin. Because that's what you do with your king. You, yes. well, I mean, especially one that beats you with scorpions. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I, I guess that's what you got to do kind of because, you know, he's in charge. Right. And he beats you with scorpions. Yeah, I don't understand why they would use the fact that the people followed their king as proof that the entire nation was bad. Right. I feel like they didn't really have a choice. And you know what? I bet in their private lives they also um, kept with whatever other gods they wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, their choice is between a god who... Doesn't really punish people, sort of, maybe. Mm-hmm. But maybe sort of sometimes, I don't know. Right. And, and their king, who literally has a scorpion scorpion whip. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, dude's got a scorpion whip. So. Yep, yep. And he's always talking about the size of his pinky. <laughs> his pinky. <laughs> because they were unfaithful to the Lord, King Shishak. Of Shishak, huh? Shishak. Did he collect Shishik. seashells down by the seashore? I think we did this. Did we really? I, I could almost My swear God. we did. It sucks. Um, I, I haven't listened to it. It just sounds yeah, right, familiar. Right, right. Um, Shishik of Egypt came up and attacked Jerusalem in the fifth year of King Rehoboam's reign. Mm, damn it. And all that, all that uh, fortifying didn't, mm. didn't work out so well, didn't I guess. Didn't help, I guess. Yeah. He came with 1,200 chariots, 60,000 horses, and a countless army of foot soldiers including Libyans, Succites, and Ethiopians. There they go, not being able to count again. Right, right. Nope. Shishik conquered Judah's fortified towns. Well, I guess they weren't that fortified. Right. And then advanced to attack Jerusalem. Mm. The prophet Shemaiah then met with Rehoboam and Judah's leaders, who had all fled to Jerusalem because of Shishak. Shemaiah told them, this is what the Lord says, Y'all have abandoned me, so I'm abandoning you to Shishak. Mm. Boom. Yeah. God dropped the mic on that one. <laughs> I mean, it could be that or the, the priestly guy is like, you know, I kind of see the way this is going. So Right. But it's like <laughs> it's like it went Lord out. <laughs> right. Yeah. God has left the chat. <laughs> then the leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, the Lord is right in doing this to us. Oh, yeah, we definitely okay. earned this. Yeah. When the Lord saw their change of heart, he gave this message to Shemaiah. Since the people have humbled themselves, I will not completely destroy them and will soon give them some relief. I'll not use Shishak to pour out my anger on Jerusalem, but they will become his subjects. So they will know the difference between serving me and serving earthly rulers. It's really easy to write this stuff after the fact, knowing mm-hmm. how history played out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And and or even the stories that they make up, because right. that happened, too. Right. So, exactly. But, yeah, like, I, I just, this, it, it's whatever. It's silly. You know? So King Shishak of Egypt came up and attacked Jerusalem. He ransacked the treasuries of the Lord's temple and the royal palace. Oh, man. He stole everything. Everything. Including all the gold shields Solomon had made. Damn. King Rehoboam later replaced them with bronze shield as substitutes, and Mm. he entrusted them to the care of the commanders of the guard who protected the entrance to the royal palace. Yeah. Whenever the king went to the temple of the Lord, the guards would also take the shields and then return them to the guard room. Hmm. So it basically would be so it was like decoration if, and utilitarian. It's like every time we go to my friend's house, if we were like, wait, let's take the portraits off the wall and bring with <laughs> us just in case. Right. Because Rehoboam humbled himself, the Lord's anger was turned away and he did not destroy him completely. Well, that's nice of him. I mean, you did know? his heart change or did his, oh no, <laughs> right? I'm it about was the, to get oh, fucked. Shit. I need to change my ways. I'm in the find out phase. (laughs) (laughs) 
there were still some good things in the land of Judah. That's good. Just some good things, though. Not a lot. Yeah. King Rehoboam firmly established himself in Jerusalem and continued to rule. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem. Mm. The city the Lord had chosen from among all the tribes of Israel as the place to honor his name. So I was wrong. He did he did rule more than two weeks. Because mm-hmm. I thought he was like one of those like nobody In and kings out. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Rehoboam's mother was Nama, a woman from Ammon. Okay. But he was an evil king, for he did not seek the Lord with all his heart. Wait, they just said, like, in one breath, they're like, he humbled himself, so everything was okay. But no, like, he was evil, so he was suck-ass. He so. sinned the sinniest of sins. He like, was dark-hearted. He was a fuckface. face. make any fucking sense. No, no. They're just like, whatever you find out about this guy, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to play both sides here because mm-hmm. we don't really know what you're going to find out. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, he if he was... sucked, we said he sucked. If he was good, we said he he humbled himself, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. We had it both in there. Yeah. We. What are you saying? We, we got it right. Exactly. Yeah. You're always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of that game. Right. Yeah. The rest of the events of Rehoboam's reign from beginning to end are recorded in that book. Blank and the, blank. Those the, books. The Chronicles of Kings, the Kings of Chronicles, mm-hmm. King, Kingly Chronicles. Those fucking books. The fuck they are. Yeah. Which are part of the genealogical record, except that they're not because we don't have access to them. Right. right. But he, that. But he they is sure recorded, reference them a lot. Mm-hmm. He's recorded in both of them, wherever they are, Good whatever to know. they are. Good to yeah. Know. yeah. Rehoboam and Jeroboam were continually at war with each other. When Rehoboam died, he was buried in the city of David. Then his son Abijah became the next king. The end. Oh, so there now we're on to Abijah, I guess. Yep. All right. Yep. Cool. Well, that was uh, that was, was Rehoboam. That? Yeah. And now uh, we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Second Chronicles chapter thirteen. All right. See you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. Rehoboam in the previous chapters had whipped his people with scorpions and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, he went against the Lord mm-hmm. and then he died. Well, don't forget that he humbled himself and then he went against the Lord again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was humbled. a back and forth. God was like, oh, we won't hurt you as much. But then, no, you're against the Lord also. So then you're dead. Yeah. yeah. But also he ruled for like 19 years or something like that. Right, right. Um, also, um, the title of this, I was just glancing at it and I thought it said shit stacks invasion (laughs) of Judah, but it doesn't say shit stacks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was, uh, second Chronicles chapter 12. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be getting into second Chronicles chapter 13. All right. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Second Chronicles chapter 13. All right. Abijah. Abijah. That, that was, was Rehoboam's son who correct. took over probably. When Rehoboam died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Abijah began to rule over Judah in the 18th year of Jeroboam's reign in Israel. Oh, this is where we start comparing this is the back the and forth. other kings to the other kings. Judah and what versus the, 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 Israel. So and so started in the other one's whatever year. Such a confusing way to track 
who's yeah. in charge when. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I remember that we were going through those back and forths, and it was it took us a minute before we realized, oh right. wait, they're right. split. This country is split. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I mean, it, I mean, it makes a little more sense the second time around. Yeah. But still, it's a weird way to track who's in charge when. It. Somewhat. It's, somewhat. It's not the best. Not the best. <laughs> it's not the best. No. So Abijah reigned in Jerusalem three years. His mother was Makah, the daughter of Uriel from Gabeah. Okay. Gabea. Must have done evil, though, because, like, three years. Then war broke out. Ah. Between Abijah and Jeroboam. I wonder if it was springtime. I like the, I like the springer. I like the sun and the moon and the springer. I don't <laughs> I need. I need to know what that song is. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure somebody will let us know. Yeah. Yeah. But how does it go? I like the Juna. I like the sun and the moon and the springer. I, yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. It's really cute. It's one of those like I know what you're talking about somewhat, but yeah. It's like one of those nineteen fifties old cartoons, you know? Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Really cute. Judah, led by King Abijah, fielded four hundred thousand select warriors. While Jeroboam mustered eight hundred thousand damn select troops from Israel. And they got a lot more. When the army of Judah arrived in the hill country of Ephraim, Abijah stood on Mount Zemaraim. Okay. And shouted to Jeroboam and all of Israel. Shouted to him. That is a big shout. That's a loud shout. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine just using your voice to talk to 800,000 troops? No. Right, right. No. How did that. Maybe they had like one of those giant ram's horns, you know, like. Nicola. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Listen to me. He shouts. Yeah, shouted. Don't you realize that the Lord, the God of Israel, made a lasting covenant, 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 with David, 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 (laughs) giving him and his descendants the throne of Israel forever? Okay, this is going on too long. So you can't keep doing the echo? So, yeah, I'm not going to keep doing the shout, but just imagine that it's there. Yeah, okay. okay? All right, I got it. It's a really long shout. I'm I'm imagining yelling and echoing. (laughs) Well, I mean, it just keeps going. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yet Jeroboam, son of Naboth, he continues shouting to the crowd, a mere servant of David's son, Solomon, rebelled against his master. A mere servant. He's not David's bloodline, so what the fuck, man? Son of a bitch. Right? Then a whole gang of scoundrels joined him. Scoundrels. Scoundrels. Scallywags, even. Yeah. I used the word tomfoolery today, and I felt so happy about it. Did you? Because here's what happened. Um, I was babysitting, and they still have this bowl of candy, and it's down to Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. You know, that's always what's left, right? And I mean, sure. I love Tootsie Rolls, but, you know, that's last. Right. Right? Tootsie Rolls are last, yeah. obviously. So I am I pull out one of the chunky ones. And yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat me this Tootsie mm-hmm. Roll, right? Yeah. And I open it up, and the bigger, chunkier ones... Once you open the outer wrapping, mm-hmm. they still have this cardboard, um, like, holder. Protector type thing. Yeah, like, yeah. it holds it in place, right? Right, right. That fucking thing was stuck yeah. to the goddamn Tootsie Roll. Fuck. I was so mad. I was... And so I texted my best friend, who I was babysitting for. Yeah. What the fuck tomfoolery is this? <laughs> <laughs> I never did get a clear answer. Right, right. But... 
I had to throw it away. I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't you open had cardboard it. on your Tootsie Roll. Like, yeah. what are you supposed to do? And I was hesitant to try another one. So I was just like, I guess I'm I mean, not eating. You could have cut off that portion. You know? No, you don't understand. It it was all the way around. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, no, it wasn't going to happen. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah. Tomfoolery. Yeah. And scoundrels totally. and scallywags. Right. Okay? Right. Yeah. So, okay. He's still shouting. Okay. okay? Abisha still shouting. is still shouting to all of Israel and his 800,000 troops yeah. or 400,000, however many thousands of troops. Right. Okay. Yep. Then, a whole gang of scoundrels joined him, defying Solomon's son, Rehoboam, when he was young and inexperienced and could not stand up to them. Is that that's what happened? Do you really think you can stand against the kingdom of the Lord that is led by the descendants of David? Didn't didn't uh, didn't it just say in the Bible, just like last chapter, like that the 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 whole covenant that God had done mm-hmm. with David's line was kind of fucked up because yeah. Rehoboam kind of went against God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. and like that's the reason like he gave his enemies victories is because Rehoboam kind of fucked it up. He did. So, I mean, and yeah. and you can't treat people like that, like beating them with fucking scorpion I know. whips or whatever the fuck he was doing. You're talking about the size of your pinky being right? bigger and than And expect whatever. people to fucking follow you. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like he was an asshole and he kind of deserved a what he got. Bad a little bit, leader. You know? Bad leaders get what they get. Right. You may have a vast army, he continued, and you have those gold calves that Jeroboam made as your god. Yeah. But... You have chased away the priests of the Lord, the descendants of Aaron, you know, the Levites. Yeah. And Oh, and the Levites. And then, there we go. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was getting a little full of myself sure, there. Sure. And I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And he continued, you have appointed your own priests, just like the pagan nations. <laughs> you know about the pagans. Because you got to have Levites. You can't just appoint anybody. Yeah. Duh. That's what it was written that way because Moses said so. Dumb sons of bitches. Yeah, right. You let anyone become a priest these days. These, <laughs> these days. You new, you kids in your newfangled ways of making anybody a right? priest yeah. these days. Whoever comes to be dedicated with a young bull and seven rams can become a priest of these so-called gods of yours. Mm. But as for us, he continued, the Lord is our God. Is he? And we have not abandoned him. No. Today. Today. But you only rule for three years. You already said that. So that doesn't yep. sound like you're really in good favor here. Yeah. I could be wrong. Could be nah. wrong. I'm going to hold out judgment here, but I bet you do wrong by God. I bet you do. <laughs> as I recall, they all do. Right. Only the descendants of Aaron serve the Lord as priests, and the Levites alone may help them in their work. Mm-hmm. They present burnt offerings and fragrant incense to the Lord every morning and evening, he continues yelling. I'm just this curious. seems like, a really weird thing to keep yelling. Right, right. But, like, you remember when God, like, killed Aaron's sons for lighting the wrong fucking fire on the incense I or whatever? I do remember that. Why doesn't he still do that when people do things the wrong way? It almost is like they made that shit up. I mean, it's almost like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because God gets further and further away as God, the story goes on. But I mean, if God continued to do that as time went on, right? Yeah. People wouldn't fucking do that. Yeah. They'd learn the lesson. They'd be yeah. like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're going to do this God's way because okay. apparently 
We die otherwise. Okay, remember that one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, right? It's in the first season. It's like within the first five episodes even. Okay. Okay, and they land on this planet, and it seems like it's fucking utopia. It's the best, right? Yeah. And then Wesley is playing ball with these kids, right? right? Yeah. And the ball accidentally goes into one of the garden right. things, yeah. right? And they're like, oh, shit, guess the ball's gone forever. And Wesley's like, what are you talking about? I'll just go get it. And they're like, dear God, no! And he's like, y'all weird. I'm just going to get the fucking ball here right, right quick. Right, right. Okay, and he goes in to the garden. He steps in the garden, and he gets the ball. Right. And then the cops show up. Yeah. And they have a 100% rule, which is never bent, and it stays the same, which is that if... We catch you breaking the rule, you die. Period. The end. Right. So nobody breaks the rule because it's applied evenly across the board, 100%. No exceptions. Sure. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that that's a good way to be. Right. But if God wants his people to fucking believe in him and behave, he really should be executing his rules in that utopian, quote unquote, right. manner. Across the fucking board. Across the board. Do it 100% always. Right. It's called follow through, dad. Yeah. I it's mean, called, at it's least, called um, consistency. At least with the people who are doing priestly actions, you know, like, yeah. that's where you shine with your, your punishments, you know, so yeah. keep doing that yeah. and enforce those fucking rules. Exactly. Or don't, because, you know, you're not real. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So whatever. So, okay. Dude is still yelling. And yeah. this is the longest yell that ever yelled. Right, okay? right. They place the bread of the presence on the holy table and they light the gold lampstand every evening. We are following the instructions of the Lord our God, but you have abandoned him. Mm. So you see, God is with us. He is our leader. His priests blow their trumpets and lead us into battle against you. Oh, people of Israel, do not fight against the Lord, the God of your ancestors, for you will not Succeed, seed, seed. That was the end of the shout. Okay, so. got it, got it. She's, yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jeroboam had secretly sent part of his army around behind the men of jo Judah yeah. to ambush them. Okay. So, like, dude is standing up on a fucking hill yelling. <laughs> Meanwhile, his enemy's like, "This is so boring. Let's just, <laughs> right, let's let's just, just sneak around the Let's just get this done." Right. When Judah realized that they were being attacked from the front and the rear. They cried out to the Lord for help. I bet they did. I right? bet they did. Yeah. <laughs> I help. Kind of screwed, guys. I help. Then the priest blew the trumpets. Burp, 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 and the men of Judah began to shout. Wah, ooh, oh. Yeah. Lots of Is shouting. Is that how it sounded? Yeah. Okay. At the sound of their battle cry. Oh, that kind of shouting. Mm, okay. Rah! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oops. My, my original shouts were not good. Okay. Yeah. So disregard. Okay, yeah, let's edit those out. Just right. JK, JK, JK. <laughs> okay, so at the sound of their battle cry, God defeated Jeroboam and all Israel and routed them before Abijah and the army of Judah. What? Boom! The fuck, no, 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 no. They no. shouted, boom, no. that happened. You don't get surrounded by a, an army twice your, your size. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, no. They did a battle cry, what? That is not correct. They did a battle cry. I don't care. I don't know what to it's tell not you. Not fucking. They correct. did a fucking battle cry. This is some bullshit. You know what? Here, here's the crap of this. We're gonna mm -hmm. find out like two seconds later that he doesn't follow God. I know. And like, so why did he win? Why did he? Why did he win? He, I don't know. Because they wanted him to right then right for some then. fucking reason. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The Israelite army fled from Judah. 
and God handed them over to Judah mm. in defeat. Yeah. Abijah and his army inflicted heavy losses on them. 500,000 of Israel's select troops were killed that day. Holy shit. Hmm. Wow. Crazy. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Very wow. How many of their troops were killed, I wonder? Hmm. So Judah defeated Israel on that occasion because they trusted in the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. I believe you. Abijah and his army pursued Jeroboam's troops and captured some of his towns, including Bethel, Jeshana, and Ephraim, along with their surrounding villages. Okay. So Jeroboam of Israel never regained his power during Abijah's lifetime. And finally, the Lord struck him down and he died. Wait. Jeroboam or mm-hmm. uh, okay yeah so Jeroboam died yeah okay yeah all right the quote-unquote bad guy got it yeah got it meanwhile back at the ranch Abijah of Judah grew more and more powerful he married 14 wives and had 22 sons and 16 daughters damn the rest of the events of Abijah's reign including his words and deeds are recorded in that, that fucking, fucking book. book right the end Wait, so we're at the point where they're they're calling out the book and recorded. Mm-hmm. That means he's done, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yeah. that's all we're gonna hear about. What was his name? Abijah. Yep. Right. So he's like he's like dying now yeah. or something, right? Probably. He lasted like three years, mm-hmm. is what they said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Three fucking years, and you're telling me he had God's goodwill here. Right. I can't remember what the story was in Kings, but like, I'm feeling like he wasn't all that good. I think that he had the Lord's will in that he um, was kind of good. Okay. Like, he kind of followed the rules. Okay. But he still sucked. And okay. And that's why he only lasted three years. All right. I right. I don't know. No, I The whole I, thing I gotcha. is stupid and without explanation. Let's be honest. Right. I right. can tell you, like, my impression and, like, oh, they probably meant this, but who could fucking know? Right. But, I mean, ultimately, it just doesn't fucking matter because it's so dumb. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. All right. So that was <laughs> a that so was a Bija. irritated. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so stupid, you it know? It was irritating the first time, and now it's just, like, ultra irritating. And, like, I have no trust in the Chronicler. Yeah. Like, I just believe that he is all about David's line and lineage and he's going to make everything look as good as humanly possible. For Judah. For Judah. Team and Judah. I just, I'm a little bit, like, disillusioned with this whole story arc and for it. Chronicles. Because it's so slanted and so biased. Right. That it's, it's by the mere nature of the story, completely unbelievable. Right. It's like, up until now, we've been reading Fox News... And so it's like, well, it sucks and it's slanted, but we kind of know that going in. Right. And now we've gone from, like, Fox News to, like, OAN or one of those other things. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) This was already bad. I thought it was bad before, but damn. Yeah. Like, can we get back to Fox News? God, (laughs) the day I said that, right? Right. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So anyways. Well... That was Second Chronicles chapter 13. It sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Second Chronicles chapter 14. We'll see you guys then. Boy. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Abijah yelled at a bunch of Israelites on top of a mountain and they all heard him and then they won. They because won. God, I guess. Or... 
I don't know, something. And then the Chronicler he, really loves David's line, though. I know yeah, that. Yeah. And then he died or whatever. Something. Knows? They didn't really say that. Right. But, like, they kind of wrapped it up like he was dead. So Right. He, and he was only in charge for three years, so. He had 14 wives, etc. And then that's all we're going to say about him. Yeah. That's Abijah. Yep. Okay, so that was... Second Chronicles chapter 13. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into... Second Chronicles chapter 14. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 14. Okay. When Abijah died... Yeah, oh, see, now he's okay, so he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. Abijah dead. Yep. He was buried in the city of David. Oh, man, I'm shocked. That happened. Yeah, they all get buried there. Then his son Asa became the next king. There was, Good old Asa. There was peace in the land for 10 years. Oh, okay. I bet Asa was good, but I bet right at the end he was bad, but then he died. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> right? I mean, probably. Asa did what was pleasing and good in the sight of the Lord his God. Because he's part of David's line. Yeah, Duh. he's perfect. Blah, blah, blah. He removed the foreign altars and the pagan shrines. He smashed the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles. As I recall, they had to do this like hundreds Multiple of times, it seemed times. like. Yeah. 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 So He's not the first, nor will he be the last. Right. He commanded the people of Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and to obey his law and his commands. Okay. Asa also removed the pagan shrines as well as the incense altars from every one of Judah's towns. Yeah. Why did you have them there in the first place? Right? So I mean, Asa's kingdom enjoyed a period of peace. Do oh. you think it was peaceful or do you think he ruled with an iron fist? I don't know. What's the difference though, right? I mean, peaceful meaning they didn't get attacked by anybody. So maybe he was just a good diplomat, you know? Right. I, I don't know. And and his dad had just beat the rest of Israel, so mm-hmm. like they had just done a show of power. So like he's taking right. over right after that. So like maybe we don't fuck with him for a while. We just lost a bunch of troops. So, yeah, you know. I'm just saying, like he's going through ripping up everybody's um, methods of worship. Do you right. think that that means oh there was a period of peace, or do you think that after his father showed the world how powerful they are? He went through the land and showed his people how powerful right. he was. Yeah, and mean, they were like... Ooh. Chances are he didn't go, hey, excuse me, could we go ahead and remove that stuff? Right. No, that's no, that's not how it happened. And that to me doesn't say they enjoyed a period of peace. Right. They enjoyed a period of, if we just do everything he says, right, right. then we won't get killed or beat with scorpions like <laughs> right. one of his ancestors did. Right. Yeah. During those peaceful years... He was able to build up the fortified towns throughout Judah. Well, that's Now, good. see, that's another thing. So he goes through and he says, I tell you what, I'll make your town stronger. I'll build your walls higher, but you got to get rid of those poles. Those right. Asherah poles and all the pagan shrines and shit. Yeah. So the people are going to be like, yeah, okay, I guess. Like, right, right. I don't really... But then again, the uh, fortifications didn't really help them out that much the last right, go around. So. Right, But that's what I'm saying. Like, was it peace? I don't know. I just, nobody attacked him. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm going yeah. with here. So Yeah. No one tried to make war against him at this time. For the Lord was giving him rest for his enemies. Yeah, that's, that's what, was what happened. happened. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. Lord was like, I'm going to give you a minute. No, it wasn't like they just had a great win. Yeah. And then everybody was just scared of him. Yeah. Because yeah. that's more likely what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Asa told the people of Judah, let us build towns and fortify them with walls, towers, gates, and bars. I mean, it sounds like a good idea. Do you I mean guess. like? Do you think he meant like metal bars, or do you think he meant like bars where you go get a drink and knock back a few? <laughs> I mean, that one sounds better. You know what though? I got a question here. What's that? If you got the Lord on your side, right, and you're doing everything right, mm-hmm. what do you need to worry about fortifications for? That is true. I'm just saying, God's got your back, right? Yeah. You don't yeah. have to worry about all that shit. You're just wasting money. That's true. If you all just worship correctly, apparently God's always got your back. Yeah. So, so what the are fuck? you anticipating a time period when you are going to fuck up and go against God and then other countries are going to invade you? Or, or just throwing this out there, maybe they don't really believe in God. I'm going to go with that one because um, God you know? probably doesn't exist anyway. Right. Hmm. And hmm. they know it even then. Yeah. Because yeah. they're building fucking fortifications. Exactly. Right. The land is still ours, he continued saying, because we sought the Lord our God, and he has given us peace on every side. No, he didn't give you peace. He gave you, you beat them up, and they didn't want to attack you anymore. And sometimes, you know what? Peace just fucking happens. Yeah. There's not always war. Yeah. Spring is not always the time for war. That's not always when the kings (laughs) normally go to war. So they went ahead with these projects and brought them to completion. King Asa had an army of 300,000 warriors from the tribe of Judah. So they they lost some people because, like, Mm -hmm. they had five, wait, no, 400,000. Okay. Armed with large shields shields, shields and spears. Yeah. Shears. Right. Yeah, shield spears. He also had an army, see, was like, hold on, hold on. Okay. Of 280,000 warriors from the tribe of Benjamin, oh. armed with small shields and bows. Oh. Both armies were composed of well-trained fighting men. Were they very capable? It doesn't think? say they were, so I'm going to guess they weren't. They were merely capable. Just capable, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Once. Once, just Tell you once, a story about an Ethiopian. A long time ago in a. Galaxy okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so an Ethiopian named Zira. That's interesting. We're talking about an Ethiopian after we just yeah. learned about um, in our Q and A about the Sheba. Queen of Sheba that the Solomon Dynasty was ruling in for yeah. you know thousands of years, right up to nineteen seventy four. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Ethiopia. Yeah, this guy named Zira attacked Judah with an army of one million men. What the fuck? And three hundred chariots. Hold on. Suddenly they can count to a million? Right, right. Okay, I call bullshit. One million. One million men. And okay. And 300 chariots. Okay. They advanced to the town of Maresha, so Asa deployed his armies for battle in the valley north of Maresha. hmm Then Asa cried out to the Lord his God, O Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we trust in you alone, even though we built walls that prove that we don't fully trust you. Right. It is in your name, he continued, that we have come against the this vast horde. No, it's... no. It's because they were attacking you. They want your land, right. stupid. Right, yeah. It had nothing to do with your name. Right, they just... Or they're wanting to fight. They're, they're like, hey... want your you guys, resources and your land. Maybe, maybe they view you guys as a natural conquest because they are a Solomonic... Solomonic yeah. Um, tribe. You yeah. know, maybe that's why they were. Why would? Why else would Ethiopia be right. up in their business? You know, exactly, exactly. So. Maybe they were like, uh, "You took the ark from us, and we want it back." Who knows? Right, right, right. right? Yeah. Oh Lord, do not let mere men prevail against you. Why are mm. you calling on God? 
They always do in the Bible. But it's just weird to me that they're like, if we lose, this is on you, sir. Well, but then God just throws it right back at him. He's like, no, it's on you. You guys didn't worship correctly or something. Yeah. So. yeah. so the Lord defeated the Ethiopians in the presence of Asa and the army of Judah and the army. The enemy fled. One million men fled. I, I just I, I always want to know what the losses were on both sides. Yeah. Like, how did this how did this really go? Yeah. It wasn't God that did the fighting. There were people that died. OK, listen to this. Asa. Asa and his army pursued them as far as Gerar, and so many Ethiopians fell that they were unable to rally. Mm. They were destroyed by the Lord and his army, and the army of Judah carried off a vast amount of plunder. Wow. A vast amount. What the hell? I don't know. How much Mm. plunder could an army have? I mean, they've got lots of weaponry and and stuff. Right, yeah. Not like... The good stuff that they left at home. Well, they got food supplies and, oh, that's true. you know, tents and different things you can take. You that's know? true. That's true. Know. While they were at Gerar, they attacked all the towns in that area. <laughs> you know, while we're here, we're just yeah, going to kick just, a little bit more let's, ass let's because we're assholes. fight some other people, yeah. Yeah. And terror from the Lord came upon the people there. No terror from your sword. Why was he fighting them, though? Like, it sounds to me like he just was like, hey, let's just go fight those fuckers, too. While we're here. Right. While we're here, let's but just. why? What did they do? They were there. They okay. weren't worshiping the Lord correctly. This was a mission missionary group. But they only went out there because they were being attacked. Right. But then they were like, let's be missionaries. Mm. Worship our Lord or we'll kill you. And okay. they did. They killed them. Got it. As a result, a vast amount of plunder was taken from these towns too. They also attacked the camps of herdsmen and captured many sheep, goats, and camels before finally returning to Jerusalem. The end. Wow, they sound like just... Really upstanding people. I was going to say they sound like fucking assholes. Well, that's what I meant. I was being sarcastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, that, they just sound like they're just killing people to like replenish their fucking supplies, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And it has nothing to do with God. It just has Mm -hmm. to be, they're just fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I don't, I don't really know what else to say about that other than. I don't like Asa. Like, I just wish they'd stop invoking God. Yeah. Like, you know, when you guys are invoking God, you're making him sound to me like a fucking asshole. Right. Right. And if you want me to believe in this dude, you wouldn't invoke him when you're killing sheep herders. Yeah. Like, that's just Grotesque and stupid. Right. So God condones just senseless murdering? To take sheep. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. That, That God is gross. And yeah. since we have a choice to worship him or not, I choose not. Right. I'm yeah. going to not believe in that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that was established a while back. No, I know. But, I just, know. It bears repeating. Right. I'm going to choose to not believe that. And if I'm proved wrong, I'm going to feel like that guy is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to worship him. Yeah. Even if belief somehow came about. I'm going to choose not to worship a murderous, gross, nasty, rape and slavery approving entity who's just down with murdering people willy nilly for no reason except to take their fucking sheep right. and their gold or well, whatever. Well, we've been talking about this recently, the last day or two here um, at home amongst ourselves. But like people really just pick and choose what they want God to represent. Mm-hmm. And, and even back then, I think they were picking and choosing what they wanted him to represent. They need sheep, so God's going to represent, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can go kill him. God said so. Okay, great. I got sheep. Awesome. 
but it has nothing to do with God. It has to do with their desires and what they're putting. They're they're putting the God in the action. Right. They're saying God says this is okay because one person's like, yeah, yeah, God totally said it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, whatever. All right. Well, I I don't think I really have anything else to add today. No, I don't either. It's all bullshit. Whatever. Right. He killed sheep herders. Moving on. Right. That was Second Chronicles chapter fourteen. Sure, as fuck was. And tomorrow we will be back with Second Chronicles chapter fifteen. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Yeah, Asa, King Asa, um, mm-hmm. tore down some Asherah poles and then they fortified some towns mm-hmm. because you know God's gonna what help them. Apparently, but only if they help themselves, right? I, I don't even understand it. Like, I mean, that's one of those things that they like to say, right? God helps those who help themselves. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm like, but, but God literally says He'll not let people fail if they, you know, worship Him. Yeah. So, so all they have to how do does that? Is I don't see how that correlates. Them. I don't either. I I don't get it. Right. And then he goes and attacks some. Um, Herdsmen and kills all their goats and sheep yeah. and whatever. And, and in God's like, name, like killing herdsmen and goats. Just, and stuff. Not goats. They, they kept the goats. Just for the heck of it. Right. Like, right. They weren't even, those weren't even attacking. But right. who did attack was Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah, that was cool. They came out of nowhere. I mean, it's cool that they popped up again. Yeah. Because I'm so, so curious about that story. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to know what the fuck happened in Ethiopia. Yeah. Same. You know? Like, like I that think... needs to be like a whole fucking series. I <laughs> know. <laughs> we need to we need to learn the history of Ethiopia. Right, apparently. Honestly. Apparently. Okay. Alright. Well that was Second Chronicles chapter fourteen. It sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into Second Chronicles chapter fifteen. Well, let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 15. Okay. More about Asa. He's not dead yet. Oh, womp womp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> then the spirit... Wait, 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 wait. Let me start over. Then... Then. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how we start the chapter. Right, right. Yeah. The spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded, and he went out to meet King Asa as he was returning from the battle. Okay. You know, the one against the The one Ethiopia. where they were fighting the herdsmen. Listen to me, Aza, he shouted. Yeah, don't kill herdsmen. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Okay. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. Uh, I'm the, these, the instructions on keeping in touch with God, to mm-hmm. me, are a little vague in the Bible. Well, this is over the top, too. This guy just comes out of the blue and he's like, hey, 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 don't forget to follow God. Right, like, right. We we are. Thanks. Like he just said that he was going to do that in the last fucking chapter. Yeah. And now this guy's just like running up out of the fucking desert like, hey dudes. Don't forget. God. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me laugh like, <laughs> like when you get cards from family and, and they say all this God stuff on them. Mm, yeah. And I always think, Godie, Godie, God, 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 God. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's stupid. I'm sorry. But um, so my parents live in a condo and on their front door, 
they have a chalkboard so that people in the building can come and write their prayer requests on on their door. Yeah. Their front door. Yeah. And they have pinned up like with push pins, like crosses, all these different crosses. You know, right. just just so you know, they're with God. They follow mm-hmm. God, you guys. Yeah. Hey, God, don't forget. <laughs> yep. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. For a long time, Israel without was without the true God, without a priest to teach them, and without the law to instruct them. But I mean, he's just going on. Yeah. And don't forget. But I don't. I don't really know that that's exactly true because there have always been Levite priests, so right. Right. they were there. Whether or not they were teaching the correct version of God, maybe I don't. I don't know. But, but somebody was somebody was teaching something, mm-hmm. and the story is still there, and the yeah. the, the laws are still known. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, somebody's teaching something. And, you know, somebody carved that shit up on those rocks, remember? Right, right. A long time ago? Yeah, and it was there until this day, you know? Until this day, yeah. <laughs> but whenever they were in trouble, this guy continued, and turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him out, they found him. Yeah. They found God. I, I mean, I guess. He was missing. They found him. Right. During those dark times, it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation and city against city. You mean unlike now where they're still fighting against each other? I know. I'm like, how has that changed? They literally just came from fighting Even when they say, like, when Solomon was all about peace, he still fought people. Yeah. I'm like, you guys can't even call peace peace. I know. For God was troubling them with every kind of problem. He, that was the rest of the sentence. God was troubling with every kind of problem? Because they weren't following him. Mm. God was troubling them. Because he's a petty asshole is why. God could have just got that book out, floated it across the sky, and put it in the right person's lap and right. said, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as for you, be strong and courageous, for your work will be rewarded. Okay. That's the end of his quote. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I... I don't understand. Like, this just comes out of blue. This guy just runs up to you and just gives you this speech. Right, right. When Asa heard this message from Azariah the prophet. Oh, it's a prophet. Oh. Oh. Makes all the difference. Oh. I feel so foolish. (laughs) He took courage and removed all the detestable idols from the land of Judah and Benjamin. You mean like he just did last chapter? Yeah. Is this like the, I thought that, whatever. He already did that. He already did that. But now he, what, super did it? I guess. And in the towns he had captured in the hill country of Ephraim. Well, it would have made sense if they just had the last half of that. Right, yeah, because, like, yeah, okay, you just took over places. So, yeah, get those out of there, I guess, my dude. Get those out of there, whatever. Right. And he repaired the altar of the Lord, which stood in front of the entry room of the Lord's temple. That shit wasn't already fixed up? Right. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. Then, then... Asa called together all the people of Judah and Benjamin, along with the people of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simon, who had settled among them. Okay. For many from Israel had moved to Judah during Asa's reign when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. Ah. Or. He was winning them over, huh? Or when they saw um, they were about to get fucked if they didn't. (laughs) Right. I mean, he's out there. Taking on armies twice his size and yeah, winning every yeah. time. So I'm I'm I'd gonna like, lay down I'm my arms. With this guy. <laughs> anyway the wind blows, <laughs> nothing really matters. <laughs> yeah. 
the people gathered at Jerusalem in late spring. That's when kings go to war. It is. It is. <laughs> During the 15th year of Asa's reign. Dude, reign okay. forever, man. Mm -hmm. On that day, they sacrificed to the Lord 700 cattle. Psh. And 7,000 sheep and goats. That's nothing like those hundreds of thousands that Solomon That's slaughtered. still a fuck ton, though. It is still a lot. Yeah. From the plunder they had taken in the battle. Mm. Good grief. I just... Why? Because they like killing shit. They... You know what? Boys are just violent. That's that's what it comes to. You think? People in general are violent, but men are, like, really violent. Right, They just right. love to stomp things and to kick things over and to, like... Run around in fresh snow to mark it up. You know what I mean? I mean, I like running around in fresh snow. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, boys like to break things. They I'm just, they just, like know. violence and they like to fry ants and and put put little cherry bombs on their G.I. Joe guys. That is some fun shit, especially if you launch them in like a paper plane. Or a balsa, a balsa wood plane is even you're, better. You're proving you, like, my point. launch them with a, with a firecracker and... Okay. And then if you have one that's got like a parachute. Um, parachute, even better. I mean, right? You can't beat that shit. Okay, that's but awesome. You are proving my point though that boys like to mess shit up and break shit and just they're bad. They're bad. Boys are bad. Boys are violent. Okay. That's all. All right. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, with all their heart and soul. They agreed. That anyone who refused to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, would be put to death. Oh, my gosh. Whether young or old, man or woman. Well, again, if you're threatening death. Then They're not going to come out and say, yeah, I'm not seeking the Lord. Fuck you. I'm moving to your place, which has food and fortified walls. And, yep, I totally believe in whatever. What is that God's name again? Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. that is the one. Yeah. I am for him. Is it is it Elohim or, or Yahweh? Whichever. Which, which, which one are we worshiping? And are there um, cows, like golden calves? Or, or no. Or is this the no, one with this, not? No. Okay. I'm, I'm totally on board. And wait, are you using holidays around the celestial things in the sky, like the moon and shit? Or aren't you? Right. Aren't you? You're Regardless, not? I'm with you. I'm with you. Whichever uh, way. 100%. Which, I am so devoted Whichever not, pagan shit you are doing. There's never been a more devoted person on the planet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bigly. Yeah. I am bigly devoted. Right. Yeah. Mostly because I don't want to die. Yeah. Right. Of course. They shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord with trumpets blaring. Wow. And ram's horns sounding. Ricola. <laughs> All in Judy. 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 <laughs> Punch and Judy. Yeah. All in Judah were happy about this covenant. For they had entered into it with all their heart. Mm. They earnestly sought after God and they found him. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. You can't tell me in the sentence prior and if they didn't, they would be killed. You can't speak for that many people's hearts. Yeah. That's just not something you can do. No. You can count to a million. You can't tell me what's in somebody else's heart. Right. That's just facts. Yeah. And the Lord gave them rest from their enemies on every side. Mm, that was well, nice. That's because they just fucking conquered them. Right, right. King Asa even deposed his grandmother, Makah, from her position as queen mother because she had made an obscene Asherah pole. Oh, no, not that. I mean, what? He couldn't even hardly, he couldn't even control his grandmother. 
What's the difference between the an Asherah pole and an obscene Asherah pole? Because I got to tell you, I, I'm intrigued. I want an obscene Asherah pole. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you put it that way, my my interest is not so unusual. <laughs> he cut down her obscene pole, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. That'll show her. Mm. But yeah. wasn't weren't they supposed to be put to death if they... He just okay. deposed her. Okay. It doesn't say it that It doesn't she... count for uh, grandmothers, apparently. Right. Kind of okay. like how you can be anti-LGBTQ and then find out that your grandchild is part of that community and be like, oh, but my grandchild doesn't Yeah, count. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking of anybody in particular. <laughs> Although the pagan shrines were not removed from Israel, Asa's heart remained completely faithful throughout his life. Mm. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and the various items that he and his father had dedicated. So there was no more war until the 35th year of Ace's reign. The oh. end. Wait, <laughs> well, I think it was more like until the 30th. I mean, like, you know, he, he, he there was no more war until he died, at least. Well, we don't know what happened in that 35th year. Well, but he died before it happened. Apparently. We don't know that. Well, that's true. It says there was no more war until his 35th year of reign. Right. I guess it is how you... you know. I don't fucking know what happened in his 35th year. That's true. That's true. He gave him a rest. Right. He didn't say that he made it for the rest of his life. Right. Right. Well, you know, I find that a lot of these people will just wait till kings die and then they're mm-hmm. like, well, back. let's test the next one because... <laughs> let's get our share poles you know, back out. Maybe this one won't be as strong. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was... It for that chapter? That was it for that chapter. And that was Second Chronicles chapter 15. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow, which is Saturday, mm-hmm. with... Q&A Saturday. And then on Sunday, we won't be back with our book club. Because right. we are going to be doing our bi-weekly... Patreon. And I need to come up with a jingle for that. I, you do. Yeah, we yeah. don't have a jingle for our Patreon stuff. I, I really need to come it's, up with yeah. one. The others were kind of spur of the moment, like on the spot. Right, Like they right. just happened. Oh, they sure, yeah, they just happened. And every single time you kind of glared at me like, <laughs> God damn it. But now they're a thing. Right. And then we'll obviously have our weekly replay that day Wrap on up. Sunday. No replay. You're right. What? You didn't? I know. I switched back and forth. <laughs> okay. Okay. You give me so much shit for I not know. saying replay. Okay, but wait. Listen. Listen, remember last night when we were at my parents' house for my birthday dinner, right? Yes, yes. And you were telling me that you have seen the movie Murder by Death. And I told you, no, honey, we have this argument every time. Yeah. You have seen the movie Clue. And you started arguing with me. And then my mom piped up, no, you do always argue about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, sometimes you're always wrong. Sometimes I'm always wrong, but not in this instance. No, not in that instance. No. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes you're wrong. That time I was wrong, and I just did a yeah, but you. Yeah. Um. So do we want to tease our, our Patreon episode at all? Do we? Maybe just a little bit. Okay, go ahead. So it, I think we're going to be talking about uh, Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. More than likely. Mm-hmm. More yeah. than likely. No, I don't want to, like, promise that. But uh, I'm pretty sure that's where our hearts are at at the moment. Yeah, that's where we talked about going with it. Which so. is the incident with his daughter. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's what we may be talking about on the Patreon on Sunday. 
And then we will be back on Monday with... Second Chronicles chapter 16. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? It's Saturday. It's Q&A Saturday. That is right. And what are we queuing and aing today? Okay. So remember when in Second Chronicles chapter 14, when Zara the Ethiopian came running up to Asa and was like, I'm going to get you. That yes, guy. The, when they were fighting the Ethiopians. Yes. Okay. So that's that's what we're going to do now. Okay, let's let's I'm go gonna, do that. I'm going to talk about that guy. Great. Let's go do that. Okay. Okay. Okay, so do you remember in 2 Chronicles chapter 14, which was on Thursday, yeah. when Zara the Ethiopian was like going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he himself is most likely to have been Nubian or Sudanese or who even the fuck knows. Okay. Because he might also have been a Kushite. Okay. Okay. Sounds like he was a lot of fucking people. He was a lot of fucking people. He may also have been a general in the army of Pharaoh Asorkin, either the first or the second. We don't know. Okay. We haven't decided. Right. And he may actually have been Pharaoh Asorkin, the first or the second. Was he also Big Bird? Up in the air? It's out there. It's up it's there? Out there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's generally been contended by scholars that Zara was Asorkin the first. King of Egypt. Okay. Okay. Um, the only problem with that is that uh, Osorkin, like his father Shishak. Okay. He was not a Kushite. He was a Libyan. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Because we need to add more things to the mix than. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Zara, you know, was probably a Kushite. Okay. So. I'm a little lost, to be honest. That's I'm, a lot of fucking people. It's too many. That are all the same people. Yeah. It's and too many. I don't know where we're at with that now. He's He was somebody. He was somebody. Or he was nobody. That is also a possibility. Right. Okay. Okay. He was the, the governor, maybe, of a Kushite colony, which was established by Shishak. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It is more probable, however, say some, that Zara was a Kushite chieftain from the vicinity of Gerar, which that was where all that fighting took place. Right, but just the vicinity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who raided and plundered the surrounding areas, which could have been why dude was like, you know, coming after him. Okay. Because maybe um, Zara didn't just take his million strong army to Asa. Maybe... Zara was running around raiding shit, and Asa was like, I've had about enough of your shit. Got it, got Who it. Who even knows? I mean, if you have a million people, why not just go around raiding stuff, right? I guess. But that's a, that's maybe, a horde. But maybe it was more like, you know, it might have been more like 10 people. Right. Because he's also, they're counting him as like, you know, 30 different people, so. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> and, and the Bible has a lot of hyperbole in it, particularly no, the Chronicler. not that. Right? So, there's a story in the Agata, and do you remember what the Agata is? Yeah, it's the supplemental material for the Torah. Yeah, one of those supplemental. Right, right. Yeah. 
It's like the supplement to the supplement. Got it. Got so it. in this particular story, Zara was for a short period the owner of all the wealth in the world. All the wealth. That is rich. Every bit of it. Which he acquired by capturing from Shishak those treasures which the king had taken from Rehoboam. Got it. So nobody had anything else that was wealth. I was just covered, I'm just making sure I had that straight. Okay, but did no. you did you hear that? Did I hear what? Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you so much. The way that Zara got all of the gold. Yeah. What or got all of his riches um was when Shishak had taken those from uh Rehoboam. Got it. Okay. okay. Yep. These were the treasures which the children of Israel had taken from the Egyptians at the time of the Exodus. So here's these Egyptians, right? And they've got all this gold. And then the Exodus happened and the, the Israeli Israelites were like Hey, while we're exiling, we're just going to take some of your shit with us. Thanks, bye. But did right? they? I felt like they just left with what was on their back, that's, basically. That's the story in the Bible, but okay. we're not reading the Bible. At the moment, we're reading from the Agata. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. Slightly different story. Yeah. And so anyway, um, the Israelites, they took the shit, and then they went and set up their own camps, you know, east side gang, west side, you know, right. all of that. Yeah. Judah, Israel. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All of that. And then... Um, so then Rehoboam has all this shit, right? But then Shishak comes along and he's like, um, by the way, give me my shit back. Okay. And so he takes it back to Egypt, right? Shishak wants his shit back. Exactly. Got it. And then Zara got it from Shishak okay. in this story. Okay. And so that was how Zara became, uh, the owner of all the wealth in the world. I see. Okay. I see. So it it was shit that started in Egypt and then passed around. I think and that's came how back. you could define pretty much all of uh, religion: shit that started in Egypt and spread all around. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, okay, there were these were the treasures, blah blah blah, from the Exodus. Okay. Okay. Ultimately, however, these treasures reverted to Asa when he defeated Zara the Cushite in battle. So, oopsie. He the Israelites got the treasure again. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. In the book of Kings, you know, in the Bible, like. First Kings, second Kings. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which doesn't mention Asa's defeat of Zerah. Mm -hmm. Asa is described as being extremely weak from a defensive point of view. Okay. okay? Yeah. And biblical scholars regard the idea that Asa could be, could defeat an enormous Egyptian army to be completely untenable. It's so unlikely that Asa could have beat Zara's So ass. are you saying that the Chronicler made some shit up? The Chronicler is a big fat hog liar. No way. I hate that guy. I don't believe it. More recent Said scholars. Said my sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, more recent scholars consider that Zara the Cushite may have been a military commander under Asorkin the first. Rather than a pharaoh, which, okay. you know, we already said. And I want to apologize if it sounds like I'm saying things more than once. It's because I got all this information from several various sources. Sure. So he maybe was a pharaoh, maybe was a chieftain, maybe was under the pharaoh. Who fucking knows? But maybe none of this happened because the chronicler just made this shit up. That is also a possibility. Right. Although this is not the chronicler. This is the story from the Agata. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. All right. So, 
Zara may have been born in Ethiopia and married into the royal family of Egypt, thereby inheriting the throne. Okay. Or he may have invaded Judah after passing through Egypt with the Pharaoh's blessing. As you do. Right, as you do. Yeah. (laughs) Another possibility is that this Ethiopian Zara was a nomadic leader of Arabians associated with the Midianites. Okay, just to, I mean, why not? Let's pile another one on there. Sure, sure. Yep. Like, whatever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He's probably also from Japan as well as Alaska. You forgot Australia. And Australia. And Antarctica. No, not Antarctica. No? No. Why? Because you because, can't make nothing out of something? Because. Or you can't make something out of nothing. Because I wasn't in the mood for Antarctica oh, that okay, day. okay, okay. All right. Okay, so that's the end of that story. Okay. okay. Now, right. a generation ago, so we're talking like within the last hundred years, right? The entire story within the last hundred years. Of modern history, like yes, now. Yes, a generation okay. yeah, ago. Sure, okay, just okay. clarifying. Yeah. The entire story of Zara's conquest of Asa coming as it did from what we consider a late source, Second Chronicles. Yeah. Is a not early source. It's a right, late right. source. Was, yeah. Um. So... Because it came from a late source, as as recently as just a generation ago, this story was regarded as apocryphal. And hmm. apocryphal, to remind you, is a story that is not considered Bible canon. It's non-canonical. Yeah. Right. Wow, that was a good word you threw out there. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of Zara, okay? Okay. But... I just couldn't let go of this Ethiopia story, okay? I mean, yeah. I mean, remember last week when we were like, what? The Ark might be in Ethiopia. What the fuck? Right. Okay. So I was like, hey, while I'm talking about Zara, I just got a question. You got to go back to the Ark. I just, well, I got a question for Google. And so I typed in, is the Ark? (laughs) And it autofilled the rest of the question. I kid you not, was of the covenant in Ethiopia. Wow. Yeah. Either it's listening to us a lot. Could be. Or or that's crazy. Or we're not <laughs> the first people to read this this way and to ask this question. Right, right. Which always makes me feel really good because it means that there are other people out there. Like, we're on the right track. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we're asking the same questions that other people are asking. Right. So, it makes me feel less dumb. I wouldn't say it necessarily makes me feel smart. But it makes me feel less dumb if sure. a lot of people are asking the same questions that we're asking. Right, right. So, is the Ark of the Covenant in Ethiopia? I mean, who the fuck knows? I'm going to tell you. Okay? Okay. Now, according to Ethiopian tradition, the Ark of the Covenant is preserved in the ancient holy city of Aksum. Mm. For centuries, the great relic was kept in the Church of Mary of Zion where the emperor Iyasu is recorded as having seen it and spoken to it in 1691. Wow. That is relatively recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It gets better. Okay. Now, it is kept, now it is kept in the chapel of the tablet, which was built beside the church during the reign of the last emperor, Hale Selassie. Do you remember that name? Yeah, kind of. He was the last one, the last emperor of Ethiopia. Oh, the one that, that reigned. Was, he was deposed in, in 19 fucking 74. Right, right. Like yeah. a year before I was born. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Yeah. The relic is entrusted to a single guardian 
who burns incense before it and recites the biblical book of Psalms. No one else can approach it, including the high priest of Aksum. But God must get city. bored in there, just I'm, sitting there by himself. It's been like over and a thousand like a monk, years. A virgin just, monk just sitting there. He's, he's just sitting in there. Do you think the uh, the monk ever gets uh, sick of the of God just filling the room with the glorious presence of the Lord? Like, God damn it, God. Do you have to let one out again? Man. <laughs> That's just silly. And anyway, I'm just going to continue <laughs> on. So the guardian is not only a monk, but a virgin as well. Yeah. And he serves the Ark until he appoints his successor as his own death approaches. So it's like a thing that gets passed on. Got it. Okay? Got it. Okay. Now, it gets better. Okay. All right? Yep. So remember the Queen of Sheba? (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was done with that bitch. Yep. I'm never done with her. (laughs) So, okay. Um... This, the story goes on a little bit about the Ark, blah, 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 blah. And then we get to remember the story of the Queen of Sheba and how she had heard of Solomon's great wisdom and she journeyed there from Ethiopia to go test him and she brought gold and treasures and all this, right? Right, right. And he was like, this is a badass bitch. I gotta wed her or at least knock her up with my children. Yeah. I have to put my penis inside her. <laughs> right, okay? right. So he really wanted sons with her so that he could have his sons go rule with her. Got okay? it. Okay. Like in, in this story that I'm reading about Ethiopia. Right. And the Ark and Sheba. Okay? Sure, sure. The Queen of Sheba, yep. not Sheba. So the Queen of Sheba did conceive a son which I believe his name was Makeda. Makeda or Makeda, something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. And after he had grown, he set out from Ethiopia to visit his father. Okay. You know, in yep. Solomon. Yep. Okay. Solomon anointed him as king of Ethiopia and then instructed the elders of Israel to send their own sons to Africa to serve him as counselors. Hmm. Now, because the young Israelites were desperately unhappy that they would never see Jerusalem and its temple again, they decided to carry the ark with them. Oh, shit. Right? Wait, where did you read that? Like, where did that come from? I couldn't even some tell source, you. Some source, but some source says that yes. this. Okay. Th- there is a story out there that this is what happened. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. we kind of had, I think, in one of our Q&As or something, mm-hmm. we had covered that we thought that, that there were thoughts that maybe it went to Ethiopia mm-hmm. with the Queen of Sheba, or, well, at least shortly after, because... No, it was because of his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, it was, but it was also because when um, Israel was sacked, there was no mention of it. Right. And it was just Yeah, like, and we had talked about that too, how like after a certain point, there's not really much talk of the right. ark anymore. Like, it just what happened to it? Where did it go? Yeah. It probably went to fucking Ethiopia is what. Right? Yeah. That's my thinking. Hmm. In fact, The Glory of Kings, which I don't know what book that is, but there's a book called The Glory of Kings. Okay. Tells us that the ark itself has decided to leave Jerusalem because the Jews had abandoned the faith that God had revealed to them. Ah. So it allowed it itself to be carried to, okay, I to see. Ethiopia. Got it. Do you think they had Levites carry it the whole way? I could not even tell you because these are Ethiopians and maybe they are the new right, Levites. Right, yeah. they, they could be the new God's chosen people. Right. For all I know. Maybe it just sits in that room because they've got no Levites to carry it. I mean, God could choose 
more than one chosen people. That I, sure. He could choose. I mean, as if there is a god, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He wants probably chose. He just doesn't do a whole fucking lot. So right, he just sits there. Right. So now the question is, okay, what the fuck? So there's this box, right? And yeah. it's over there. Right. So even though an ancient wooden box could have survived in the dry air of a sealed Egyptian tomb, the humidity of the Ethiopian rainy season would be very damaging. Okay. The question, therefore, arises of whether an ark might have decayed in Ethiopia, but the stone tablets of Moses for which the Ark of the Covenant had been made would survive unharmed. So the box might be gone, but the tablets would still exist. I thought the Ark was made of, like, metals Gold and, and stuff, shit, right? right? Yeah. But it was... I think it was wood adorned with gold. Okay. So but the adornments would still be there. But okay. the wood itself would surely, over the course of, you know... Thousands two, of years. 2,500 years right. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The wood would be gone at this point. More than 2,500 years. Yes. Yeah. Moses was around and... Yeah, whenever. Yeah. There's was, too many maths. It's a long, long fucking time ago. Right. I'm just saying, like, that wood is gone, long gone, Got but it. the adornments would still be there, and the, um, I mean, like unless... Like the cherubim that's on top, those were, like, gold or something. There, right. You know? Now, they may have been stolen and melted down. Who fucking knows, right? Right, But the right. tablets would still be intact if they were not crumbled sure. and broken and stolen and hidden and whatever. Right, okay? right. In fact, the earliest accounts by foreign travelers in Ethiopia refer to a tablet rather than an ark. Huh. Right? Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. wait, mm-hmm. so like the earliest travelers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like from what time period though? Does well, it say? No. Not oh, in that particular God, source. Why are you leaving me hanging like this? Because this is so exciting to me, and I had to stop because I was like, I could, I could just all day. do this all day. Yeah, yeah. This is just fucking like, rabbit fuck hole. The Bible. Galore. We're just gonna learn about Ethiopia. God damn. Right. Like now, I want to learn everything about Ethiopia, and I want to go there, and I want to see is there a museum like. This is our next q and I don't even know. We have not read next week's material yet. I don't even care. Next week's q and I'm like, is there a museum? Is Do we know? Like, do we have the priest name, the monk that sits in the room? Like, who is he? Right. You know, is this still a thing that's happening to this day? To, to this, this day. day. Right? Like, I'm just, oh my God, I'm so. Intrigued. I I can't even like my cheek muscles hurt from smiling because this, <laughs> I just love learning this shit. It's no, so it's cool. really awesome. Like I just I can't. I mean, I wasn't done with the Queen of Sheba, and there she was, just sitting there for me. Like, could you, know? you imagine if we just got like Moses's tablets are still there? Hypothetically, hypothetically, yeah, or at least some type of a tablet mm-hmm. is still there. Mm-hmm. Possibly, maybe. Right. And maybe some adornments from the Ark or something like that. And a mason jar Whatever. full of manna. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Moses' book of whatever, you know. And and uh, what else? Um, Aaron's... The rod. Rod. Yeah, with the almond, surely, the almond joy rod. Surely that would not have rotted away. You don't think so? It's a magic wand. It is a magic I mean, he turned into a snake once, remember? Yeah, it's a so, magic I mean, fucking wand. That could still be Wait, there. no, 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 no. Remember that one guy, um, I forget which king it was, but he took it out and he was like, 
y'all are fucking shit up with your snakes and whatever, and you're worshiping the wrong thing, and he broke that rod, remember? Oh. I I only vaguely remember that. Yeah, I forgot which king it was, but he was like, y'all are are doing it wrong. Mm, You're doing the worshiping thing wrong. I thought that was the... um the thing I thought that was the thing for when remember how they made the bronze statue of the snake yeah and that that's what that was but the the almond joy rod was something different oh okay never so, mind then yeah the almond joy rod should have still been in there well it's a magic wand so if somebody didn't break it then it then should yeah, still be it's a, magic yeah that's yeah I mean that's, really the ark should be like that's God's throne that's God's box. You think, even though it's wood, God would keep it in good shape instead of just sitting on the fucking ground on the tablets with the, the fucking tablets going up an asshole. That would be a really good just name saying. for a book. The God Box. The God Box. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I wanna I wanna continue with this QA right now. Like we can't. I know. I just I wanna like say, okay, hold on. And then I wanna go read some more. But we gotta go. I know, we gotta go. All right. That was all we had for today for our Q&A. That was all we had. That was it. That was it. Nothing more. Well, I mean, that was a lot. Nothing else to see, folks. That was a lot, though. That was a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so we will be back tomorrow with our weekly replay and also... No, that is tonight. No, you're right. Nothing. Tomorrow. 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 Yeah, nothing. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And we're going to be doing our first um, bi-weekly, on purpose. Planned. Planned. Dated. Patreon episode. Yeah. Um, so and I think we're covering Tom Cruise. Not Tom, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I did that last time. Oh, my God. Not Tom Cruise. Ted Cruise. I mean, they're both schmucks, but. Yeah, we're, there was uh, there was some tragedy that happened in Ted Cruise's family. And um, it, it's very. It hit, it hit home with us a little it bit. It hit so. home with us pretty hard. And yeah, so we wanted to discuss that and our thoughts on it and, and how we feel about the whole situation. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're talking about tomorrow. If you aren't on Patreon with us, um, you can get on there for as low as $2 a month and get mm-hmm. access to all of our free, not free, all of our um, Patreon episodes that we do exclusively for our Patreon members, as well as get things like stickers and mugs and, and when, shirts and all kinds of shit that come we, with different levels when we post stuff early you get first access to it yes that too and that, like guys we do this for every level like you get no ads you get access to our episodes as soon as we release them which is usually just the night before <laughs> <laughs> yeah we ain't that fancy and you get our special bonus episodes yeah. and you can choose any level to do that at we don't make you go higher, though some people do choose to, and we really, really appreciate that. We sure as fuck do. So um, thank you to those that are already subscribers, and we will see the rest of you back on Monday when we are going over... Second Chronicles Chapter 16. That's right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. 
Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you know what we are doing right now? We're doing a fucking Patreon, and we scheduled it. I know. And we're doing it on the day that we said we're going to do it. This is kind of amazing. <laughs> a pre-scheduled. It's a fucking miracle. Right? Wait, no. Not a no, miracle. No, not a miracle. Just no, scheduled. No. Yeah. It's it's a miracle that we made happen. <laughs> right, yes. yes. A man-made miracle. <laughs> right. Yeah. So do you know what we're talking about today? I think I do, but I'm going to let you kind of dig into it here. So. Okay. Well, just to give you a, a brief like headline version yeah. um, for this intro... Um, Senator Ted Cruz's daughter, 14-year-old Caroline, was taken to the hospital on December 6th, so very recently, um, because of self-inflicted wounds. Right. And, um, we just wanted to kind of talk about that and why and the what-fors and what might have been related to that. Well, and, and just so, I mean, we can say this in the beginning... Um, part of it is that she came out a year prior as LGBTQIA. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and Ted Cruz is her father. Right. So that's kind of that. where we're heading with this podcast I th- or this this episode for yeah. our Patreon, I think. And I think you had said before it hit kind of close to home to us because yeah. our child is LGBTQIA and um, half of her family is um, there. Not- Sorry, you're right. Half of their family is not supportive of who they are as a person. Right, right. And you heard me say her instead of there. So there is proof positive that even though I am supportive, I still fuck it up because I'm still right. trying to get my language But we right. also have good intentions. Yes. So. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's where we're going with today's podcast. I uh, hope you guys will tune in if you're not a patron already. Um, it's really easy to head over to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. You can become a patron for as little as $2 a month and get access to all of our Patreon episodes. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and hop into this. Okie dokie. Well, this is a special Patreon episode, actually, which means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies, too. So, you know, go do that. So this was just a teaser. Yeah. Teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey, wife. I guess that's the end? But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. 
Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.